and welcome to MGP 293. I'm Kev, and with me this week I have Pab and Bouncy. Say hello, boys and girls. Hello. Hello. Um, now I know a lot of you are probably watching this on the video version. Um, there is still the audio version that you're listening to if you're doing audio ness. And for those of you who are listening, um, we're on location in London because we've been out and about today uh, at EGX Resed. Where's yours gone? I took mine off. Pab's still got his wristband on. Um, we've been at EGX Rest, we spent the morning there, and as is usual when we go to these kind of events, uh, we left just after lunch and we've been wandering around London for the rest of the day. So for those of you who are uh, watching the video, and this is why the audio people should head over to youtube.com slash maturegamerpodcast, uh, because you'll be able to see the video version, but this is the part of London that we're in. I've just hit Pab on the head with the camera. Um, Let's play Spot the Landmark. There's Churchill War Rooms just there. And some old lady lives in a big house that way, I think. But, uh, yeah. How did we find Rest, gentlemen? Go on, Pav. Um, based on the, what, hour or so that I was in there? Did you even make it an hour? I mean, yeah, 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 we did an hour. Me and Bouncy got down at like half ten this morning. We were in there from half ten until you decided to just swan in and join us at about, what, twelve-ish? No, half twelve? No, no, one no, o'clock? It was about ten to one. Ten to one. Pab gets there. And we did do a whole other lap after Pab arrived. Yeah. Um, and then we headed out at, I guess, two, half two-ish. So actually, we spent more time in res this year than I think I ever have before. Even that first year when we went to the one when it was still at the NEC. And we spent most of the day in the pub, but we were still on location at yeah. Res for most of the day. Drinking mustard. You did drink mustard, um, which, again, is a little treat for the people watching the video. I might even overlay that old Vine clip of Bouncy drinking mustard. Yeah, it's funny. I, uh, that was at the point where I think that day I drank a bottle of Sambuca on the way. You and had. Mixed we into were them. very disappointed in you that day. I was very disappointed in me as well. And, uh, and yeah, you all took advantage of me and made me drink mustard for everybody else's viewing pleasure. But it was very funny. didn't take advantage of I'm pretty sure I paid you, just you like did. I paid you today to run up some stairs. <laughs> you did, yeah. <laughs> That's, Which, that's four quid, well earned. Yeah, if Anna's watching or listening, I didn't pay him anything to do anything. For everybody else, Bouncy decided to walk up a flight of stairs in the tube. Quite a long flight of stairs when me and Pab took the escalator. Really steep flight of stairs. And he was like a beetroot when we got to the top, just wheezing. And obviously it was just halfway through, ready to go up to the next flight. So I said, if you do the next flight, I'll give you four quid. And off he went and did the next flight as well. It was like it was like a British remake of Rocky, but <laughs> at the end of it, Rocky died of a heart attack that he should have died of in Rocky Five, Three, Rocky Three should have died in. Because then we went to Dolph you Lundgren. Get four. End of four. What are you two talking feeding. about? What's Rocky? It's a it's a chocolate biscuit with like a red and white packet. Nice. Um, I actually played some games at Res this year. How many games did I play? Three? Three. Three games, which again is a new personal best for me. I am really, really trying. If you want to see some show floor footage of me at Res, then you'd want to check out. Did I play four? You played four games. Check out my vlog that comes out later today because there's lots and lots of res stuff on there. But so what were the four games I played? I can't. I can remember playing the shopkeeper um, grip. I played because I got the wristband for it. Yeah, shopkeeper. Oh, two. the shopkeeper. Oh. It's sad there's no video me. footage of, but I've got photos. That um, was I don't. That was the most difficult tutorial I've ever done in my life. The tutorial said, look at the the NPC's feet. 
and Kev just walks around for a bit. And then because when he told to look at his feet, he looked at his own feet. I would like to point out that when you do a tutorial, I'm a console gamer. I'm sat there on a PC, firstly trying to work out how the keyboard and mouse nonsense works. But when, I, when it's a tutorial, I expect it to pop up in big letters in the middle of the screen and make it so it's the only thing you can do. If it wants me to look at that man's feet, then it should force me to look at his feet and not do anything else. I'm not going to read something that's in the corner of the screen. It's not obvious that you have to read it. There's loads of stuff that appears in video games that I don't read, so I just wandered around a bit. And the man came and tapped me on the shoulder. And you go, go and look at you, you got to look at the feet. So first thing I did was look down at my own feet, obviously, because he told me there was no one in front of me at the time. I didn't even have any feet. And then like the fact that the person telling you looked like the person who was stood in front I of don't, you. I didn't look at him. Then you couldn't sweep a floor, you didn't know how to pick up a hammer, your pricing gun. Then I don't know how then you in, broke the game completely. Work. Just made a big floating arrow appear. Yeah, I don't know how inventories work in games. The game it's, itself was, I mean, it's early looking. What is the, I, need, I, I mean, I was so lost so in it, talking, I don't even know what the game is. Talking to the producer guy, he, he explained that, that tutorial was put on because people didn't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> So they, they made a completely idiot proof. <laughs> really? And then when he was pointing out that you were struggling, I just pointed out that that's fine, that's just a Kev thing. You don't need to worry, most people will read a series of instructions that appear on screen. <laughs> I disagree, there are loads of un unattentive children out there who aren't going to read that as well. They probably shouldn't be playing a shopkeeper simulator though, because how many children run successful it businesses? It was called Shopkeep 2. Yeah, so, I thought it was going to have like a twist. Probably is a good twist, what's it? But basically, it's Minecraft, but owning a shop. That's what you said. So you build okay. whatever shop you want. You choose the prices. You, oh, uh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. And so, if you'd got through all of the stuff, you might have got to the good bit, but you were just <laughs> running around in circles, sweeping floors. But again, that's the problem with a lot of games. Like, how many first-person shooters go, press this button to crouch to get under this? And like, you've already done it, but it still comes up on screen, because it's instinctive. Yeah. But with a game like that, like, there was an inventory system where you had to equip the item by putting it on into your hand in the inventory system, which is a pretty standard inventory system thing. But it but was you already... Do that kind of and stuff. it was already on screen. That was what was really confusing me about the inventory thing. The thing that he was telling me I had to equip, I think it was a, a bottle of water or something, yeah, and there's a bottle of water on the screen. I'm holding it in my hand, and he's saying, right, you need to put it down on there. Okay, nothing's working. Yeah, you have to equip it first, but yeah. it's right there in my hand. What do you mean I have to equip it? I can see it. Just put it down. But you might want to stop it you might want to use it that's it would give you that flexibility but you know it was next door to a, a game which is basically the little brio wooden train set which i really want to play but people won't get off <laughs> you saw that and yeah look at that, didn't I you? Nearly, i've nearly bought it on steam a couple of times in the last yeah. two weeks it looks really cool and very chill yeah chill it's a very zen game i want to play it while listening to the original thomas the tank engine theme tune I mean, make, yeah. or even just humming it myself I won't do it because you'll have to play a royalty. Exactly. Well, I don't know. Are you going to do it that well? Do 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 do. I think no, we're good. <laughs> um, so that was one game that I played. Yeah. I played Grip. Grip. Which Grip. Um, we both got wristbands for. And uh, MGP old school shout out. We got a Shaq Fu wristband as well. Though we didn't play Shaq Fu because there was a big queue for it. There's a lot of stuff there. Yeah. Um, Thought, was it you clearing your throat? I thought someone come up behind us. <clears throat> what are you doing, gentlemen? Could look there on this little screen. See. I can't see it. The lens is in the way. Okay. I have no idea. If I don't it, even know if I'm in frame. If, if the police turn up, I will warn you in advance. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, we played Grip, which is a racing game. 
What are you doing? Just looking out for police. Okay, Carry on. Good. It's a racing game where it basically it's one of those things like where you have the wheels that are bigger than the car. So if you flip it over, you can keep on driving. I'm sure it's all grounded in accurate physics. There's a real remote control car that does it. Is there? Yeah. 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 I don't know about these things. Tyco first bought them out, I think, if I remember right. But surely when it flips over, it'd go in the opposite direction. They do. It? But they, they didn't in the game. They didn't because they've obviously adapted the drive shaft to For idiots be more like me. Well, you do get the wrong way if you go upside down on the roof and drop the wrong way. You stand end up facing yeah. the wrong way because basically you've, you've got super grip. That's where the, the name comes from. It's not <laughs> called Skiddy McSkid Skids. <laughs> uh, so you drive a car. It's very similar to Activision's Blur, which I loved, um, but more off-roady and a bit kind of. It reminded me a little bit of MotorStorm. And it reminded me a little bit of... It did have a bit of a motorstorm feel yeah. about it. Yeah, just sort of like that dirty, yeah. kind of combat-y thing. Bit of twisted metal, It was maybe. just fun being able to... Where, whenever I play a driving game, I will always just crash. But this time, I would crash and just go up on the walls. And if I still crashed, I'd go up on the ceiling. And then I got stuck on top of a mountain while but Bouncy won the yeah. race. How many cars can dri- have the grip to drive a mountain? Exactly. These cars. It was good. No, I enjoyed it. Who, is that like a, a big game? Is that No, I don't, no, no. Because no. I was going to say, I don't know if it, it's something I'd want to spend 40 or 50 quid on, but no, I think if it's, it's a 15, 20 pound indie game, then... Yeah. Yeah. And I think if you've got... It's up to 10 players. So if you've got 10 real people all playing together, that was carnage. Early on, everything <laughs> was going off. And the weapon system it's got a sort of tracking system that will highlight what you can shoot at which is quite good because normally you like you think of Mario Kart mm. if you haven't got a red shell it's pretty much in the hands of the gods or incredible skill but mostly hands of the gods this was you can shoot that if you want as you come around a corner you can highlight it so you can shoot a barrel which might then plus it had shields as well which yeah. tactical implementation of a butt shield which looked like looks like a Daft Punk helmet it did so quite cool. they're two games then you played the the weird colour button one. Oh, the racist game is that racist? Basically, Bouncy won a sprint against a one-legged man and is proud of himself it's still for a, it. It's still a win. Um, Look it, at me. It was this massive joystick thing. 16 with buttons. 16 buttons that all have different li- have lights under them that change colour. So they can change different colours depending on what you've got to do and you wander around the game. What was the game even called? Do we know I can't remember. Um, but you wander, a lot, you wander around the screen and then it tells you to do something. and so then like to green do, will be... To do that go, thing, you have to press, press the coloured button. Yeah. Um, so I was alright to begin with because the first stage all the buttons were the same colour I could handle it at that point but then the buttons started to change colours and I was still loosely following along but then they started doing weird little in-betweeny colours that I'm there just hammering what I think is the right button and he has to step in so it's that one because I'm pressing it's a different shade of yellow in all fairness I was also just hammering buttons trying to remember what (laughs) because you have to try and remember what colour was the certain task yeah. anyway and then occasionally a prompt will come up if nobody's doing it so it might be you'll see a jazz mag on the floor and you'll study it with a microscope or a magnifying glass is that what it was? I yeah. thought we were reading no it was a dirty mag oh I um, was already upset that I had to have a Wii on screen there was a kid behind me who was laughing his head off every time we had a Wii or did a trump and the thing is it would never come out on anything else you couldn't no. do it yeah. it's only that one thing it's one of those experimental games that does these shows but it, I mean had you have had pure proper normal eyes instead of your weird ones probably had normal eyes yeah normal eyes right you would still have struggled because the whole point is it changes around and then there's different like you say different shades are quite close to one another and you're like no I know it's green no it's other than green okay but that was that was fun um, what was the fourth game then the fourth game I don't remember anything I'm sure else you something else maybe it was maybe it was three I know I'm you dragged sure me through the board one. game section we had one. a we had a look 
West of Loathing. The, yeah, you told me I had to buy West of Loathing on the Nintendo Switch, which, by the way, if you don't watch the vlog, um, I have changed my view on the Nintendo Switch from last week, and I now think it's awesome. More on that next week when we can talk about it properly and get Anna no, involved. we all got Switches. We have got yeah. Switches. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the fact that Football Manager's now out on it, that's a big, big reason why I like the Switch now. You pay 30 quid for the Switch? Hey? That is it. It's an expensive price tag. Um, I'm sure it is. <laughs> Forgot about that. But yeah, <laughs> I won't be buying it for 30 quid. I, um, yeah, I, I think it's great and I have it. I have no opinion on it. Well, um, you think it's too expensive? It's, it's just that's Nintendo, good, isn't that's, it? That's a proper balanced cohort of posts there we didn't all just like go oh yeah football manager's brilliant did we, we there you go. if you're watching Sports Interactive if you want us all to say nice things you have to give us all free stuff apparently only buying me off only buys one of us off I, I, don't, I don't want a free copy give, give Bab a free copy yeah give me a free copy I'll be, honest, be at that it'd be like giving a goose a hat you wouldn't know what to do with it would it we saw a goose today we did we've saw, it, seen all manner of birds a squad of them. we saw pelicans which yeah. is a bit weird and squirrels, that, birds that look like squirrels. And squirrels that look like birds. Yeah, it's a weird park. What is this park that we're next to, by the St. way? St. James's Park. St. James's Park. We had a good tour around, haven't we? We have. We were looking for somewhere where we can prop up the camera so that we could record a podcast because we suddenly realised... In fact, we didn't realise. We knew a week ago that we weren't going to be able to record a podcast any other way this week. Yet still, I'm massively underprepared to actually record a podcast. Are you taking a picture, taking a picture of, of us recording. recording a podcast? Yeah, there we go. Like, there you go. I realise that for the audio people, I have to continue talking. Yeah. As they don't well, you know were talking. On. You were saying what was going on. You, I was. Well, you were taking a photo. Yes, um, So... What else did we play? Did you play anything at all, Pam? No, but this is the thing. I don't go to play these games. I go to look at looking what games that I would like or I'm interested in. So, what caught your eye? Um, I mean, this this year it's it's all about what is what will be good on my Switch. Oh, only on your Switch? I no, see. I didn't like. Well, they had Luminez. Is, is, that, is that a thing that was already out? Luminez, yes. It's, re- it's a release of, re-release of the first game. So it's already out now. I can go buy that. No, game. no, it's not out yet, I don't think. Okay. But it, it will be. It's a remaster of, of the original game that came out on PSP years ago. Awesome. You need to talk about the Retro Zone. We do need to talk about the Retro Zone. Oh, my word. So if you if you sit and listen in and you think Retro Games, what do you think of of Retro Games? What do you think of? First game that comes into your audience, you say Retro um, Games. Tetris. I thought Doom. Doom, Tetris. I mean, for me, it's like Spectrum, old Mars, Mars system. Because you know, I'm older guy. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Guy. Okay. What well, I don't think is bloody Limbo or Fez yeah. or all the other bullshit. Uh, they FTL was on. in there as well. And but I mean, trying. That is supposed to to twelve year olds. It probably. But it's is. not an event. But could you imagine a world where a twelve year old goes in and goes, "Oh, look how archaic this game is with its two point five D side Limbo still looked amazing. Yeah, yeah it still looked beautiful. Ray does. It was. Fez uh, still looks. But it was. Like Bouncy had a little bit of a, a crisis moment where he was down on the floor, head in hands. And the people who'd organised the retro section were sat near me, and I could see them both hoping that I hadn't noticed they were there, <laughs> because I could see quite how agitated. I mean, you weren't that fussed, really. No. You were annoyed, but you weren't like, at I the was, same level. I was fascinated at the idea that we've now been coming to these events for so long. This podcast has been running for so long. So we only started going to these events when we started doing this podcast. So we've now been doing this for long enough to have seen games pre-release at shows that are now in the retro section of different shows. Fez, in particular, we played that before it was out at EGX like six or seven years ago, I guess. Mm. And it's now in the retro section at a different EGX 
further down the line. Yeah, it's so almost like they've classed the 360 as a retro console now, which is weird. I mean, I think I you've got to be is. completely redundant before it's completely retro. Because I mean, are they still releasing new games on it? I, I think Beavers there's, there's, and what have you, yeah. and the sports yeah, games. They still yeah. release them on PS2. They no, do. Not, uh, they do in like Brazil, but places like that. Still, they still make Mega Drive games. They still make N64 cartridges. Oh, so you know. You can't use that as a benchmark, but I would say at least one full generation. I wouldn't, but I'd struggle to even say the original Xbox was that retro, to be honest. Then no, I'd say go, before that. Yeah. I'd say, I'd I guess say it depends plenty. how old you are. I think you think back to the games you were playing as a kid, because I would happily say, for example, Dreamcast is retro, because that's um, what I was playing as a late teenager, but I mean, that was, you're that was like 15 years, years older than me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Really swore. Didn't swear. <laughs> so you probably think that's like cutting edge. I bought I bought that when I was an adult. That console. That was the thing you said in there. I was playing these games when I was an adult with three children. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know what point you're making. How no, many this, children do you have now? Is, like, I'm not. I wasn't just like 18. Yeah. I mean, I could have been 18 if I was from like Bolton or something. But <laughs> I'm not. Instead. I had my first kid when I was like 20 so when I had three I mean he must be 26, 27 by that point and for, to have to be that age and then see a game and then go that's retro that's awful I mean I'm sure it's a mature gamers podcast type uh, thing there's going to be people oh, yeah, who are but older there's, there's going to be uproar amongst our core audience saying you what Limbo is retro I haven't got around to playing it yet I mean, I'm still I'm on my pile of shame if that retro section had been at EGX I think you'd have been burned to the ground by now I think it's just they, they chanced it with Res. It didn't quite work out for them. They won't make that mistake again, hopefully. I mean, we, we they took Fez off and they replaced Fez. They did, because they were all just running on PCs so they could swap yeah. the games out as and when. So it might even be... I mean, it was the people who run Play Expo. It was Replay Events who were running that section. So there's every chance that there's just a menu of games on there and the first people who were in this morning selected those ones from the games that were uh, available but to play they did start in very early 90s and work their way upwards to modern uh, day I guess there was a certain concerted effort to do that what I think they need to do and I say this quite clearly straight into camera they need to sort their bloody ideas out just put not really retro section on one bit that'll be fine like do you remember these like Peter K routine the mad thing is when you go to something like Play Expo I don't remember ever seeing Fares or Limbo on the floor there. They go. Um, they don't go that recent in their retro section at those. There events. are 360s there, but I don't necessarily think they've got. Usually, it's if they've got like instrument games. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Or yeah. if it's a franchise, they'll sometimes do the history of a franchise. So they'll mm. go through and I say, "Do you remember Sonic here?" And then Generations was at a few other shows. I guess so they would, that makes sense. What they were the probably trying to do was tie in with the whole indie theme of the event and have a like a history show, of indie games and show a, lo- show a load of LucasArts games and Bethesda mm. games. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, old, the older, older ones were oh, like that, classic. but the, the ones from the last 10 years if they'd have had, were all like, indie games. If they'd had Manic Miner and stuff like that, then fair enough, but they didn't. They had massive, great, big games that mm. were retro, and then they had games that were just made... They were featured in the indie game to movie. It wasn't retro game to movie. If it was retro game to movie, then I could have allowed it. could have said, well... You've, you've obviously read the brief wrong you've watched well let's remake it that'd be the sequel retro game the movie where they go back and look at all the same games again <laughs> that's, a, that's coming out next year everybody oh yeah we had um, we had a lot of a water I mean tobacco docks a fantastic venue it's a shame it, it doesn't it's get awesome. it, they could never make EGX work there no it's too no. small but, you know it's a shame they can't do something the like tight it corridors there you know, just even if it was just like PlayStation took it over for a day and that really awesome. showcased I mean, everything. I went to the to the upload event, the YouTube thing there back in September, where KSI and Joe Weller oh, had their press right. conference thing. That was all there, and I mean, because that was an event that was focused around a 
a genre of games. It was basically just FIFA and Pro, Pro Evolution and stuff like that. There, it worked really well. Yeah. Um, you had a room that just had game, the consoles in where you can go and play those games, and other rooms where you could do things like meet and greets and stuff like that. I think it was it worked quite well. Yeah. Um, but it is an awesome venue. Yeah. I think we should have MGPX there. Let's I, get I read the story the about yeah, all right. the Tiger with the. Um, you know, actually, I tell you what, we could hire for MGP. Or we could hire for MGPX. You know that garden we went to, three hundred quid. <sighs> three hundred quid for a central London. He's made us walk around so many gardens today. Two. The man's obsessed. Yeah, that's more one gardens. Almost St James's Park. I usually walk through one garden in a day. It's my garden to get from my house to my garage. That's enough gardens for me. Thank you. Well, no, it was just you know we just took a little sidestep. But no, that's three hundred quid though to hire that entire garden and the building as well. Which is pretty good for a central London site for the whole day. Sheepdog. What am I thinking? He's Phoenix, not watching. Phoenix Cafe. Shoot, Doug, make it happen. The Phoenix Cafe in Soho? I think it's sort of off, off of Soho way, weren't it? We're sort of make it happen, Shoot, Doug. Um, so, any other thoughts on Rez? It's going to be quite a short podcast this week, by the way, because I'm conscious of the fact that we have trains to catch at some point in the near future. And the police might turn up. Yeah, and, you know... We're, in, we're stood literally at the side of the street in the centre of London, so it's not going to be a full two-hour spectacular. Near all, like, Parliament and Buckingham Palace and everything else. But do we have any further thoughts on EGX Res 2018? Um, I'd like to talk about Tim Schafer just for a second. What, about how starstruck you were? Yeah, so Tim Schafer's at EGX today. He got his award at the BAFTAs yesterday. BAFTAs, there's a bit of a mess, really. There's a lot of games it should have won, but we won't get into that. But if um, anyone wants to learn about what remains of Edith Finch, there's a great series on my channel. Yeah, there is. And uh, so we went to the press area because... Tim was in there being interviewed in advance of him doing his uh, conference thing so just checking what questions would be alright which is always a good idea when you're going to interview somebody quite big like that and all the time I wanted to just go over and say something and then I couldn't I was walking to go and get some water and they didn't have any cups and that threw me and I was starstruck and I started talking out loud and I said something about an apple but I said apple and then out loud I went no not apple apple (laughs) <laughs> so I was so starstruck I couldn't even say the word Apple and then later I tweeted about it and then later on he saw me and he looked and he sort of waved like a little kind of nervous wave and he was he looked quite shy himself it was it was really sweet and I feel like we're and neither of you said a word to the other no we didn't need to we have this sort of unspoken bond well perhaps he was just afraid of you he was waving you away it's the Apple man get it's rid of him the Apple <laughs> that, if, if Double Fine publish a game where it's just a creepy monster called the Apple man then uh, I, I want royalties but yeah, we saw Stretchy Cat, cat uh, Stretchy Dog Dog Game yeah what was that called Fogs that Fogs it? Physics Dogs yeah. yeah or that dog game as I, I said and then the marketing bloke was a bit annoyed with us yeah. yelled at no Fogs don't worry Gang Beasts and Prison Architect were there again oh good in case you were worried they've been uh, Prison Architect in particular has been at every event I've ever been to uh, which again when you put that back into the context of Fez which has gone from being a new release to a retro game in the time that Prison Architect has been exhibiting at shows as an unfinished game yeah I mean I, I can see Gang Beast in a way because it's out now but it's a, but it's a good party game the first time we played Gang Beast was in Birmingham at Rest. yeah because yeah. I mean, you called us over to play it and that's the thing at that point you didn't have a publisher and the, the, we spoke to one of the guys there like a friend of mine in the PR room I think Sheepdog and I went to the um 
press area and we were chatting to a guy and they were saying like don't say anything but double fine they're interested like Tim Schafer's company's got interest so that's I think that's I know they go to all these shows and it was certainly there's a good presence of double fine games anyway yeah. Knights and Bikes was there which I didn't get a chance to play but as soon as it's out I'm all over it um, but yeah it is that sort of game though for that show there was a couple of games that weren't there and that one uh, Nature's Zombie Apocalypse which that's always the been one we were tra- that's the one we were trying to remember the name of last week was that me and you or me and someone else I was, that was, I was trying to remember the name game. of that game absolutely somebody. cracking game and it's been at every event for the last couple of years but obviously it's out now yeah. so they've, they're not paying so it doesn't stop prison architects no but the Intervision can afford it I suppose if you're a proper indie you can't just afford to keep paying it I mean we spoke to a lady who's making a game which is a cross between um, oh what's going on Vanishing of Ethan Carter and Mist is how they pitched it to us and it was great she was trying to give us an idea of the development of the game she just went it's just us four people in Sweden in a room eating noodles <laughs> no development tips no yeah. inspiration eat noodles just eating noodles so if you want to make a game noodles sit four of you has to be four go to mm. Scandinavia and eat noodles and you will have what a game what's that game called that looked quite good uh, I cannot remember the name of it but we have got cards yeah I'll link to it down in the description because, it, was, it did um, look very good I might I take a picture got, the card's probably in my bag at this point yeah, so I've, I've sort of filed it away I'll have a look while we keep talking just in case I've got one on here but um, it's a very interesting iPad game where you go inside people that look oh, quite yeah, uh, I, just seen, I just looked it out I'm like, I took a picture fancy. of that one um, I don't remember that at all what was no well, you don't oh that was yeah the one you two one. both took pictures of yeah homo yeah, machina machina yeah. machina yeah that looked so good so it's the man in the machine or the machine in the man I guess it's, it's an, an iPad game by lots of things so. yeah. yeah so it's basically like each layer of like inside is a room so it's like kind of the original uh, there's a, a game that kind of precursor the sims called little computer people it came out years and years ago proper retro game why is that not in the retro game section no one else hey! heard of it <laughs> not everybody's heard of it obviously but it did inspire uh, Will Wright when he made Sims it was one of the things like Sims City and all that was inspired by little computer people and the idea was with that is you had a little house and there was something in there that would react to your inputs and it reminded me very much of that also the Numbskulls comic that used to be in the Beano years ago where they're all living inside the head and there yeah, yeah, and yeah. inside out a little bit but if you imagine inside out instead of being so floaty and fairy and Pixar it's actually like a tenement building not like Grenfell Tower Sorry, that's, that's yeah. We need some context. There. Context there is Pav had an adventure on I the way here. An adventure. You did. Some kid was obsessed with going to see Grenfell Terror on the as train. A, on the train tourist. down from Manchester this yeah. morning. And it was uh, that's put me. Maybe, maybe they're on a global tour. They started at the Manchester Arena and they're now heading to Grenfell. Oh, I mean, maybe. No, but this is the thing. You get these weird. It's called um, what's it called? Dark dark tourism. It's always called where you go to things like Chernobyl and stuff. There are people who find that fascinating, just being around that sort of trauma. But that kid seemed to be like genuinely fascinated by it. Maybe that's his, his thing. But apparently parents didn't seem to approve of it, so that's good. Right, have we got any more about Res before we wrap things up and go and run and get our train? Not run, but wander slowly and get our trains. I mean, no, not particularly. But I mean, I'd say... it's. I, I always enjoy going to them. Mm. I mean, we've been necessarily... every year. Yeah, even though I don't necessarily play anything. I, like I say, I go there to look at what's coming out, what's the, what's games are out there in the indie world sort of thing, and what I want from a Switch. I see Rez as a nice little palate cleanser at the start of the convention year. Um, I know I do Birmingham Comic Con a few weeks before, but and, and Insomnia this year, but <laughs> in previous years it's just been that, right, let's get us warmed back up, get back into con- convention mode, we'll just do the one day, don't want to tire the legs out too much, but it means we're fighting fit and raring to go when London Comic Con comes around. And also, you don't pick up convention illnesses, like, yeah, the really busy ones. Only because you didn't let me go in the well, ball a, pit. There's a lot of open, oh, that ball pit, there's a lot of open air, that ball pit, that's going to be a disease epicenter. <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be a real world pandemic yeah, game you, by you, the end of you, it. You get a game out of it. 
Do you know the woman who was done that little microphone thing across her head earlier in that day? Kev, Kev was wandered off to the toilet, and I was stood holding his camera outside, and I almost wanted to film her because she was obviously reading from a script, and she went, "Amazon App Store, it's got games, loads of games, <laughs> thousands of games, not thousands of, just thousands of games. <laughs> you can get all sorts of games." Just on the Amazon App Store. Just a bit of typo. And I was thinking, there probably, there probably is thousands <laughs> of games on the Amazon App Store. But why would I use that over any other App Store? Are you giving me stuff for free? Because it's got thousands of games on it. Thousands the, of games. The best thing about the whole event, though, <laughs> um, was the fact that there was an actual Argos inside oh, yeah. the event. Yeah. We didn't buy a kettle, though. We didn't try to buy a kettle. They you had the Argos book there. We didn't try. You couldn't buy a kettle. We didn't try. All this stock was on the Let shop Let us floor. know down in the comments or by tweeting into us or something along those lines if you went to Res this weekend and bought a kettle. How about more importantly, if you see this video before you go to Res, queue up and ask for a kettle. That would be amazing. Because that will really freak them out if people are going... I mean, they've got the book there. Just take the book and have it open to the kettles page. Um, have you got this one? Like a no. red tea fowl kettle. Have you got this one? No. And just work for <laughs> Why have you got the book here then? <laughs> yeah. Why is a book even... I mean, who misleading book. Why would you want to carry that around with you as who, well? But who, when was Last time you had an actual physical Argos book? I have them all the time, but that's because I've got kids and they like to pick out things that they want for Christmas. That's why I don't have them in my house, so yeah. my kids don't want things. Yeah, I just I just tell them what they they want, and then I say you can't have that, and this is why. <laughs> and then they, they get like sticks or something. Right, we are going to wrap things up here though. So, um, firstly, if you're watching this on the video, let us know down in the comments if this is a format that you'd like to see when we do these events in future. Because often when we come and do events, we just don't do a podcast that week. If you've enjoyed us doing it this way, I guess this applies to you audio folk as well. Um, let us know and we'll try and do this stuff on these weekends in future because I think it's been quite good standing here for half an hour. I think as long as the yeah. audio's come through okay. It might sound like a total mess, but usually when I just record video, it sounds okay. So let us know what you thought of this format um, make sure you do all the usual stuff I can't remember without being sat in my garage looking at my prompts um, so we have Twitter at MGUK Podcast or I'm Lelujo I'm at Pab1986 I'm at Bounceable for an H after the second B we've also got Facebook facebook.com slash Mature Gamer Podcast or you can check out all my YouTube goodness at youtube.com slash FM or slash Kevin Chapman 1 depending on which of the two channels takes your fancy and of course make sure you subscribe to this channel because you know if we're going to start doing video stuff every now and again 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 again, again, again. you want to be subscribed to that thanks very much for watching slash listening see you next week bye 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 bye